The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that is going to avoid going south of 635 this weekend. <laughs> My name is Greg Tepper. Uh, haven't we already failed? I am the managing editor. 635? Well, I, I guess you I, have. I have already have failed. To. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah that's my Ooh, bad. we're figuring out where he lives. Process of elimination. Well, there's like, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're south of 635 in Texas. They're going to come to your house in Cedar yeah, Hill. right. Um, Cedar Hill. <laughs> uh, my name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us as a podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there, Celebrating her 42nd birthday today. <laughs> Happy birthday to Kate Winslet. Oh. Happy birthday to Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet, of course, yeah. best known for her role in A Kid in King Arthur's Court. Brit- the British Kates, man. Her and Blanchett. I'm on both teams. Yeah. And they're both gorgeous. Yeah. Like, they're, she's 42. I think Blanchett's 50. And I don't know how. I want those jeans. Yeah, that's pretty great. She was in Labor Day. She was in Insurgent. She was in The Life of David Gale. She was in Movie 43. Um, there are other movies she was in, but I forget. Um, on today's show, guys... Oh, wait, no, I guess i got to do this. I'm sorry, I'm running behind. Today is Friday, October 5th, 2018, 48 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 636, 636, Mike Hubbard's slugging percentage in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. He played five games in 2001. He went three for 11 with a homer and a double. That's how you get a 636 slugging percentage as a Texas Ranger. On today's show, guys, it's Mailback Friday. You've been asking us questions all week for no particular reason because you guys are smart and you know that you're not supposed to ask them until Friday. Well, now, guess what? It's Friday. So you can ask questions. Well, hold on. Oh, no. Oh, no. Facebook uh, kind of... What? So we're not on Facebook right now. (gasps) Hang on. Hang on. Audible gas. This is that stupid... Effing thing that Facebook the security does. thing keeps asking me to verify oh like randomly gosh. that I'm that I still exist. Oh my god! So you can just uh, sit there and make faces at the microphone. Okay, I, I will. I don't know. Um, so it's Mailbag Friday. As soon as we get up on Facebook, you can ask us your questions. Or if you're watching us on uh, on TexasFootball.com, you can ask us questions on Twitter. Uh, use the hashtag TF today, and we'll answer as many questions as we can. Did it work? Well, did you do it? We're working on it. Hold okay. on. Okay. Um, so, uh, last night I went to a football ball game. I yeah. went to Northwest Eaton. You did. That's true. Uh, against uh, Keller Fossil Ridge. It's a wild game. Eaton comes out with a thirty twenty eight win, um, and really, it was a, it was a, a really remarkable game because the two halves were so disparate. The first half, Keller Fossil Ridge's front seven is legit. They are big. They are, and and as Matt Stepp, who I was there with, he goes, they're they're not they got they're flat bellies. These are not big big old fat boys up there. They are athletes up there, and they are mean too. And they were really dominating, but Keller Fossil Ridge could not pull away. And I I hope I'm not. I think Coach Tony Baccarini, the coach of Fossil Ridge, would agree with me when I say that they made about. 
four or five really dumb mistakes that really kept them from winning this game. They turned the ball over four times in the first half, and that doesn't include getting a punt blocked. Um, it was a lot. It was they basically let Eaton hang around, and then Eaton in the second half. Uh, I think the front seven for Fossil Rich started to wear down, and the offensive line for I think the offensive line for for Eaton took it took it personally, and they were like, "All right, we're going to start grinding it out now." And they started to run the ball really well. Uh, they end up kicking a forty-seven yard field goal, 47, 46, something like that, thirty-seven. It was a field goal. Um, in the uh, with about six minutes left to take the lead, they hold off and win the game, um, thirty to twenty-eight. A great win for Ellis Miller and company uh, there at uh, at. Uh, so I was also texting with Dr. Susan Elza, the athletic director of the UIL, because she texted me and asked me why I don't text her anymore. That's 100% true. She did. <laughs> She's like, what about two? Well, we're not friends anymore? Yeah. Um, so I texted. I was texting with her, and she sent me a photo because she was at the Hendrickson versus Stony Point game last night. So she sent me a photo, and I sent her a photo of where we were. And it did not strike me until just then, until she replied. She goes, that's the house that Elza built. Because she was the athletic director at Northwest ISD mm-hmm. during, before she was the uh, athletic director of the UIL, uh, and she was the one who helped push along this bond to get no- this beautiful Northwest ISD stadium built, uh, which was, it was very funny. So, um, good night over there at, at uh, Northwest ISD Stadium for Eaton and um, uh, Keller Fossil, which big win for Eaton. Are we uh, up on Facebook? We are. Uh, two things so far. Yes. Ask number, your questions down below. Yeah, number one, everyone's talking about the Cypher Cy Falls game, which was awesome. Yes. I watched it on oh, Texan Live, TexanLive.com, y'all. If you really want to watch some games uh, on Thursday or Saturday, that's a yes. great place to watch them uh, from the comfort of your own home if you mm-hmm. can't get across the state to those games. It was a great game. I mean, not the most entertaining game. No. Heck of a finish. If you are, if, if you are a football fan, if you if the 1985 Bears are your favorite football team of all time, yeah, you'll love this game. Yeah, it was defense, uh, defense, defense. Not the most exciting offenses, but both defenses really good. I think it's a really big sign for Cy Falls, right? Yeah. Um, we were talking about this before the show. We think Cy Falls might go D two. I believe they will. Let me look this up. Um, I'm sure Tony Blaylock, if he wasn't going to be, if he was going to be around, would uh, would be telling us right. Pretty away. sure. Let me see. Um, but I, I like I like Coach Schultz is in the house again saying Splendora. They had a huge one. I think they won yeah, fifty to eight by, last yeah, night. By the way, Coach, I didn't yeah. realize you guys were playing last night. What are you doing slumming it with us on game day? Uh, hey, it worked. Right now he can never leave. He'll be here at noon every uh, every game day because that's a good luck charm. So Cy Falls, um, let's see, thirty four ninety nine. Um, it depends on if Jersey Village gets in the playoffs. If Jersey Village gets in the playoffs, then Cy Falls will go D2. But if they don't, then uh, then Cy Falls will go D1. But I will say, I think Jersey Village is probably going to the playoffs. So yeah. I would say that Cy Falls is probably going D2. See, and that's like, man, we've talked about this. The D2 bracket just is not the shark-infested waters no. that the D1 bracket is. No, it's not. It really isn't. And if you can get on a run, man, like Cy Fair last year... That was impressive, and you just got to do it. So right now, something. right now, and these are projections from our friend, um, from our friend and partner, and um, and 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 life mate um, Jerry Forrest at PixieandPrep.com. But right now, the D two bracket, um, here is what he says: Cy Falls would have to go through. Cy Falls would go through uh, Houston Chavez. They'd be favored in that one. They play Katie Taylor. I think they're better than Katie Taylor. They're yeah. probably favored in that one. Then they probably run into a team like Beaumont Westbrook, and I got to be honest, that's probably a tough one. That's probably the Region Three title game, in yeah. my opinion. With all due respect to Fort Bend, Bush, yeah. Kingwood, George yeah. Ranch, yeah. I think that that's the the Region Three title game. So, yeah, I think that's a huge win for Cy Falls. 
They're probably going to finish 10-0, although they still have Jersey Village, I believe, on the, on the schedule. Yeah. Um, so what's so funny is that they may be in a situation where it may be in their best interest to lose to Jersey Village. If I don't know when that is, but like this is my, uh, my galaxy brain Yeah, my I love it. Yeah, I love when we get to that point with some of these teams. But That's hilarious. I'm just looking too far ahead. In any case, yeah. a tremendous win for Kirk Eaton in, the, in Sci Falls. The Eagles looked fantastic. And what, I tweeted this last night. What's so remarkable about that game is that they beat Sci Fair at their own game. Yeah. They said, we're going to run the ball. We're going to get a couple, hit a couple of big plays, and we're going to just suffocate you defensively. Yeah. And that's the Cy Fair mo. Yeah, right. And they basically beat them at their own game. There are some times where you know we t- talk about how styles make fights. Cy Falls went into their yard basically yeah. and said, "We'll play by your rules, and we'll beat you at it." And that's what was so impressive to me about Cy Falls last night. So those were really the two big Thursday results uh, last night. I can't really think of, of any other real wow ones. I think those were the two. Those are the big ones. Uh, everything else was, it was a lopsided. It was a pretty pretty light Thursday. Slate. Yeah, it was it was slate. it was kind of what we expected. Everywhere Splendora else. won though. Yeah, don't uh, like that coaching staff though. Um, okay, we are Texas football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, along with Wells Fargo, and in conjunction with the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl, is proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Every Monday at noon here on Texas Football Today, we announce 10 candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. We then leave it up to you, voting at TexasFootball.com. Uh, it closes each Friday at noon. Do we close the, bo- the vote? We have closed the vote. How sure are we? I looked. Thank God. We're good. Uh, voting will close each, each Friday at noon. The winner being announced shortly thereafter. The shortly thereafter is right now. (laughs) The week five, Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week is... Rio Hondo quarterback Josiah Ortega. He threw for 459 yards and four touchdowns through the air and ran for three more scores. Congratulations to Rio Hondo quarterback Josiah Ortega, the week six, Mr. Te- week five rather, Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week. Congratulations to all the nominees: Stanford quarterback Peyton Bevel, Mansfield Lake Ridge quarterback Chandler uh, Rogers, Plano Prestonwood quarterback Dylan Catawalder. Dallas Skyline quarterback Velton Gardner, Rockwall wide receiver Jackson Smith Najigba, Merkel quarterback Jonah White, PSJA quarterback Trey Guajardo. I always bust yeah, that one. Tom, with that one. Tom Bean quarterback Bryce Greer, and Johnson City athlete Walker signed, but a very special congratulations to the Week 5 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week, Rio Hondo quarterback Josiah Ortega. Very well deserved. Derry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to uh, try, proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put on put in on behalf of their team. Every week at TexasFootball.com, staff will nominate four deserving assistant coaches across the state and let fans decide via Twitter poll for the Derry Max Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week. It all leads up to the Derry Max Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Year decided at season's end. The Twitter poll has closed. We have our Week Five Derry Max Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week. The Week 5, Derry Max, Built by Nature, Assistant Coach of the Week is... Laredo Alexander, Defensive Coordinator, Bo Gonzalez. 
The Bulldogs' defense was suffocating in its matchup with crosstown rival Laredo LBJ, holding them to just 26 yards of total offense in a 30 to nothing victory. Congratulations to all the nominees, Brock Offensive Coordinator Cody Worrell, Lubbock Cooper Defense Coordinator Keenan Kitchens, and Umble of Tascacita Offensive Coordinator Jay Blaine Orr, but a very special congratulations to the Week 5 Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week, Laredo Alexander Defensive Coordinator Bo Gonzalez. Congratulations, Coach Gonzalez. Very well deserved. And we have one more giveaway. We do. Oh, man. So do you guys remember we had uh, we had Panini America in here a yep. couple weeks ago. Uh, we were talking about all of the fun stuff that they have, including this signed oversized card of Patrick Mahomes. Perhaps you've heard of him. Uh, and perhaps you've seen what he's done lately. And perhaps you've been talking about him after what the show he put on on Monday Night Football. So here it is. We promised... A giveaway for people who signed up at TexasFootball.com, signed up for a free account, and then uh, and then selected their favorite teams. We have the winner. It's written on this piece of paper. I wish I had like an envelope, like the Emmys. That'd be fun. Um, that'd be that'd be fun. Okay, but I'm proud to announce that the winner of this signed, oversized Patrick Mahomes rookie card is. Close enough. Taylor Holt. Congratulations to Taylor Holt. Um, you win the card plus a coupon code. Good for one free subscription, uh, an insider subscription at TexasFootball.com. So you get the two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content. All that fun stuff. Congratulations to Taylor Holt. We will be in touch very soon to get you this oversized uh, rookie card for Patrick Mahomes. It's pretty awesome. It's very cool. I wish I wish I one had one. One of the cooler giveaways we've done. I wish I had one. Maybe, uh, maybe I. I bet you do. Hi, I'm I'm Taylor Holt. I, <laughs> I accept this on behalf of Taylor Holt. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DTTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. All right, Max, it's Mailbag Friday. Mailbag Friday, we are answering your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, all of these things. We're asking, we're answering all your questions. We're going until 1245, which means we've got a full, boy, almost a half hour of questions. Yeah. Uh, so get them in. Ask your questions down below on Facebook. Uh, we will answer as many as we can in the allotted time. So... Uh, Max, has anybody asked any questions? Well, I want to start with uh, the question from our good friend Tony Blaylock. He is uh, on the lamb today, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know if you uh, remember this question. I forwarded it to you, you so didn't. we'll see if you uh, you remember. But uh, Tony wanted to know. He said he won't be able to catch the show today. He's shadowing Keith Clawson down at Louise. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, if you don't mind, I'd mm-hmm. like to get the show's view of 12 5 AD2 because that is a viper's nest of a district all of a sudden. Uh, particularly the Nederland, yes. Barbers Hills, and PNG Viter games this week. Yeah. Because they're pretty pivotal. Those are huge. Yeah. Okay. So, 12 5 AD2. We knew that this was going to be a very tough district. Um, argue, I, I think it's probably the toughest district in Region 3. I think, it's got, I, I think that's. And it's funny, um, it, I don't know. It's, it's Huntsville tough. and Consolidated, but I'd probably, I'd probably still go with this one. I think that, I think that one is. Uh, more top heavy. I, I think this one is deeper. So, yeah. here's here's where I, I fall on it. I think Crosby's the best team in that district. Yeah. And Crosby's the best team in that district. Um, after that, boy, Free I mean, suddenly PNG Nederland means a ton, right? Yep. PNG Nederland, and by and by the way, 
Um, don't count out Barber's Hill. I think Barber's Hill is dangerous. Um, I think they're a potential spoiler. Viter is suddenly a very interesting team, and they, they nearly took down Crosby last week with that slot T attack. They're just tough to game plan for, and they're just tough, just a bunch of tough kids. And so for me, uh, right now if you're asking me to put them in order, I mean a lot of it depends on how healthy and effective Rashawn Johnson is, the quarterback for Port Angeles Groves. Uh, if he's healthy and effective, um, then I think they are at no worse than the second best team in that district. But if he's not, then I think they fall to fourth. Uh, he's that pivotal. I would say right now, if you're asking me, I would go Crosby, Nederland, P and G Viter. Those are my four in order. Uh, but it's 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 very tight. I, again, I I do think I do think Crosby separated themselves a little bit. I think they're the best team in that district. Uh, but that makes it that I'm very interested in that. Also, we have to get to a question from a week ago. Oh, that's right. You blew this one. I did. I blew uh, it. Yeah. I blew it. I'm yeah. fired. Yeah, you are fired. This is from uh, Ya Boy Lennon. That's Twitter. right. That's right. On Twitter, he he's asked like, me. On he's sep- like he's like too cool for the Facebook show. All of a sudden, he he asked me. He asked me on September twenty fourth, yeah. and I'm just now getting to it. Yeah, you're mea culpa. You're, yeah, and he's a good fan, so we should feel pretty bad about this. Somebody that you have ranked in the eleven to twenty five range of each classification that you feel like is a legit state title contender. So this is interesting. Somewhat. So basically, somebody who right now is outside the top ten. Uh, that we believe is a legit title contender. I would need to pull up our rankings. Let me do that. I should probably should have prepared better for this segment. Um, it's interesting. So in 6A, it's weird, right? Because I don't know if there is one. I think the closest one I'd come to would be maybe Temple. Maybe Temple, because they'll go D2. But the left side of that bracket, at some point they'll run into Longview, who I think is, like, I, I think is right now better than Temple. Trinity's interesting, but Euless Trinity is a team that is, to me, because they go to D1, they, like, I don't know. Like, they they have all the pieces in place, but I don't know if that's a team that I would trust to win a state championship. Uh, 5A D1, an unranked team in 5A D1. Um, let's see. I would buy... <laughs> I don't know, man. I just don't know. Like, 581 is like this, though. I, mean, I don't know. This, like this... To me, it's like I would be really surprised if somebody who's not ranked right now didn't win, a ch- win, didn't win the title. Uh, 581 is always like this, or at least has been ever since I started working here. If, I, if you're it, making me pick it's one. It's like the top six or seven teams have the best chance, and after that it gets tricky. If you're making me pick one, uh, I'm going to go with – golly. I'm going to go San Antonio Wagner. Ooh, we're going to get to Wagner more in a second. Just so, because, so just hold off. Go with on. Wagner, just because hold that, that thought. That, that, that when you talk about their path, they've got the clearest path to get to yeah. a semifinal, and then yeah. you are yeah. forty-eight times two yeah. uh, away. Yeah. Like, um, like I said, hold that thought because okay. we're we got a deeper Wagner question here coming up. Uh, Five eighty-two, South Oak Cliff, maybe. Four eighty-one. Okay, these are teams that we currently do not have ranked. I cannot wait till you get to four eighty-two. Good lord! I can't. You, I cannot Four, wait. Four eighty-one. Um, Four eighty-one. I'm still not. I'm, I, I don't want to. I don't want to sell on. Um, on Wichita Falls Hershey yet. I, I think that they they've still got. Oh, oh no, we have them ranked. Duh. Um, Melissa. I'm not going to sell on Melissa yet. Yeah, that's smart. Four eighty. That's four eighty-one. Four eighty-two. Outside of our top ten, a team that I think. Would can you win like to throw a dart with a blindfold? Four eighty-two. Good lord. Yeah. I mean, here's the good thing: is that like I can take a team that I think is good because like it's such a cluster f. Yeah. Um, Giddings, 
Sure. Giddings is unranked. Yeah. I think Giddings is like, no, I'm sorry, they're 10th. Dang it. See? Good try. Good try. Silsby. Sure. I'm not buying. I'm not. I'm not selling Silsby yet. Sure. Why not? Uh, big game tonight. By the way, if Jasper wins this game tonight, I think they're the best team in 482 um, over West Orange Shark. 381 unranked team. Edna. How are they not ranked? Edna. I, I'm. I, I really think they're they're legit. 382. It's tough because I think Newton's so far and away the best team in the state in, in that district. But give me Van Vleck as a team that's unranked that I think is is like a legit team. 281. Price Carlisle. Yeah. No, they're ranked. They're, I'm sorry, they're ninth. See? Golly. 281 is a lot like 581. It is. It's like, a lot like there's, there's these teams up at yeah. the top. I guess if I have to pick one, I'm going with um, Garrison. Although I don't know if I necessarily feel by they're going to buy it, win a title. And then we'll, we'll, I'm only doing 11, man. 682 is, or 282, um, kind of similar. Um. Golly, Hamlin's ranked. Groover's ranked. Grape. No, they're ranked. <laughs> <laughs> if this is anyone other than Lennon and you hadn't waited so long to do this, we would be moving on. Ira right Ann. There you Ira go. Ira Ann. Five sure. and O's. Very quietly. Sure. There you go. There they are. There's your stupid answer to your question, ya Lennon. Boy, ya boy. Ya boy. If that is your real if first is, name. If that is your real first name. <laughs> What's next, Max? <laughs> All right. Uh, Otis Moody says, so does Sweeney deserve the hype it's getting now? Hell yes, they do. So they do. They're um, good. So it's, it's kind of a perfect storm. Yeah, okay? it's a lot of things. Because on one hand, if you want to just if you want to look at them and just say they're like a legit good team, yeah. I, I totally buy it. No I think doubt. they are. I think they're a legit good team. Are they a slam dunk title contender? Maybe not. Maybe I think not. part of it is, that, tough region. is that it's there's such – Shifting Sands. Boy, that was a very dangerous wow. thing to say. Ooh. Shifting Sands. But I'll tell you, I love what Randy Lynch is doing. I think that this team is legit. They're we knew they our, had a lot of skill positions coming back. If you want to read more about how they're doing right now, go to TexasFootball.com. Brady Keene uh, wrote about them. They're one of our teams to watch this week along with Klein Collins. Really great stuff talking with Coach Lynch about uh, everything that's changed between last year and this year. But I just think the defense is better. And, and they're, they're rotating guys through. I think the defense is really good. Look, I'm buying them. And and I'm buying them as much as anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm buying them as much yeah. as anybody in that in, yeah. in 482. So yeah, I'm I, they're number one right now in our rankings. I'll tell you this. I said it again. I said it before. If Jasper beats West Orange Stark this week, I wouldn't be surprised if we jump Jasper over Sweeney. Yeah, Jasper they'd be six and zero, oh, and, and they would have beat. And this is a yeah. long old rivalry that West Orange Stark yeah. has dominated. So I'm interested in that one. But I think West Orange Stark's going to win. Ooh, interesting. I'm just throwing it out there. I think I took Jasper. Yeah, What's did. next? Bold move, Cotton. Uh, Kevin Higginbotham says, pick one undefeated team mm. to go down this weekend. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um, Klein Oak. They're playing another undefeated team that's, with Klein Collins. That's a weak answer. Okay. Boo. Okay. Munster. Okay. Okay. They're, they're losing okay. Childress, but Childress okay. is undefeated too. Yeah, in the bigger school. But, uh, uh, it's a bigger school. I like, that, I like that pick better than Klein Oak. Um, that is not fair. Um, that is to me, yeah. Uh, that would be an undefeated team that I wouldn't be surprised to see go down tonight. Um, there there's a go. couple of battles of undefeateds. Yeah. Um, I'll also say this. Keep an eye on China and Lexington. Ooh, baby. Okay? Ooh, baby. Lexington is still, Lexington I think is getting healthier. They're, I, we still think they're legit. 
They're still a bigger team than Shiner, yeah. and you wonder about the hangover effect from Shiner's win over Goliad last week. Yeah. So I would just say keep an eye on it. I'm not, I'm not calling it, but that's, I, I've, got, I've got Shiner on a little bit of upset alert. Well, keep an eye on the uh, Texas Football Twitter account because our, own, our very own Ryan McDonald will be at that game covering it this evening. Gasp! I know. So uh, we'll have uh, full coverage of that one. Great. We feel like that's a good one to keep an eye on. All right. Harold dropping truth bombs Simmons. Mm, yeah. It has, nothing, my has nothing to do with this question. But you didn't really break this down in your video this mm. week, so I think it's a good one because it's such a big game. Belton versus Temple. Yeah. Uh, so first and foremost, and I, I, I did mention it. You did mention it, uh, I, but but you didn't. it wasn't a spotlight game, no. and it is a big deal. So. It's a huge deal. Yeah. So David Smoke was tweeting last night that they are going to move the Temple band to temporary um, stands in the end zone because they need more seats. <laughs> There's going to be – it's going to be a madhouse. Yeah, baby. And there's nothing quite like Wildcat Stadium when it's going. Yeah. Um, right now, my questions are about the Belton defense. And, and, and I am here to admit in front of God and everybody that I was wrong about Jared Wiley. I thought that they were throwing this tight end in there and be yeah. like, oh, well, okay, this is the yeah. best they can do. Yeah. Uh, he has He's dazzled awesome. me. He's been great. He's been really good. Yeah. I've been. I was totally wrong about him, yeah. and I think that I think Temple's your favorite in this one. Michael, the Belton's got to have their quarterback Connor Carruthers go off to win this one, and they got to they got to turn Temple over a couple times. But the other thing is that you don't think Temple's going to be fired up in front of that crowd. I think that I think that's an, another thing. So keep an eye on, on that. But but I I like Temple in that one um, at home. Uh, I will say this: not that the. Uh, Temple folks especially need anyone uh, oh, here we go. propping them up because yeah. they, they got their own army. But uh, they do have an army. We, we have a lot of great rivalries in this state, right? And I've, and I've been a part of a few of them, talked to people. At 7-on-7 seven seven this year, I cannot believe how much the Temple people talked about Belton. They weren't there. They weren't playing them. They don't like them. No. It's hilarious how much they don't like them. And so if you have never been to this rivalry game, I highly suggest you get down there. If you can find a ticket, man. Yeah, it's tough. Um, it's tough. If you can find a ticket, this is this is you know now yeah. I will say this. Temple's owned this rivalry, man. Temple has owned this rivalry. Yeah. Um I think they are thirty three and five against them. But it's hilarious being that dominant in it and still like really disliking the other team that you always beat up on. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of amazing. All right. What's next? Demetrius Reitner says, will Pleasant Grove upset Carthage? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. This Can they? Carthage. For sure. Can they for sure? For sure. My question, I, I kind of laid it out in the picks, and I hate to keep going back to the same talking points, but it's true. The question for every team that faces Carthage is, can you slow down this offense? Not even stop it. I'm not saying stop it. I'm saying slow it down. Because they are such a flamethrower right now. And Pleasant Grove, the weird thing about Pleasant Grove this year is that where they're struggling is stopping the run. Which, think back to last year. Yeah, not an issue. What were they about? Yeah. The, like, if you just, if you characterize the team by one ability, it was Pleasant Grove stopped the run. This year they're kind of struggling to. And so that's why I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant um, to take them. Also at home, Carthage has the longest winning streak in the state. Carthage wins this one. Sorry, yeah. Pleasant Grove fans. Sorry, Josh Gibson. I love you. <laughs> Next question. Corey Hogue, small college expert here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football, asks. Who? I know. You've never heard of him. It's weird. Uh, who makes the playoffs in 5-5-A D2? 5-5-A D2. Let's head out west. Let me pull, out, let me pull up my handy-dandy 
um, district thing. 5582. Okay. You're listening to live coverage <laughs> of me scrolling through a spreadsheet. Okay. 5582. Uh, well, Alito. Right. There's one. One. Um, you can pencil them in. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm going on a limb. Yeah. Um, so the question now becomes, I th- I think down the road, this Burleson versus Burleson Centennial game tonight, the Battle of the Boot, yep. that might end up being for a playoff spot. Yeah. It may end up being. Now, they both, also, they also a boot. Both, they also both might <laughs> make the playoffs. Um, I also think Midlothian, even if they lose tonight to Alito, which I think they will, I think they're getting in the playoffs. Um, so right now, if you were to ask me, I'd go Alito 1, winner of Burleson Centennial tonight, 2, loser of that game, 3, Midlothian 4. That's it. Everman lurks. I think they're better than their record indicates if they can get that offense going. Cleburne lurks. A very quiet 4-0 for a team that really struggled last year. Uh, and they're going to move to 5-0. They're going to beat Arlington Seguin tonight. Uh, but... I, I just feel like those other like once they run into those other teams are gonna like th- those other teams are better. So Fair enough. right now I'd go Alito, the Burlesons in some order, and then I think Midlothian gets that fourth spot. Our good friend Tony Venegas out at the Odessa American. Uh, I'm gonna preface this with you can keep this one tight because you did break this one down mm. in your preview video. So mm. Tony, if you want on more you- on, on this, YouTube. Go to TexasFootball.com and uh, our home module there. You can watch Tepper's prediction video. He does break this down a little bit more in depth. Herford Andrews. Yeah, fun game. Yeah. Um, Seth Dixon, the running back for Herford, has been great. Yeah. Um, and then Andrews is, um, th- this offense is silly. Silly, yeah. silly, silly. Yeah. Brett Leach, their quarterback, has been, been crazy good. Um, I like the Herford defense, though. And I think the Herford defense is the one, the reason the herd keep rolling. But I think this is a close game. Uh, the computer thinks this is a close game. Um, I tend to agree with the computer, but I also think that I think that Herf, I think Andrews has maybe not seen a defense like Herford's, and that's why I think the the herd, uh, the white faces might have an edge, have a, a small edge. There you go. All right. Uh, Daniel Agnew says, "I have a gut feeling that Katie beats the brakes off Tompkins. Am I nuts? You're not nuts. I mean, history would suggest that that's the case. By the way, another undefeated matchup, right? Right. Katie and Katie Tompkins. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or no, I'm sorry. Katie has a loss." Yeah, right. Um, huh, isn't that weird? Yeah. yeah, I I listen. It's one thing, and and l- congratulations to Katie Tompkins. Five and zero oh is, is awesome, and that win over Seven Lakes last week was really impressive. It really it really was. I I don't I mean that very sincerely, but this is a different animal. Um, and I I don't think they beat the brakes off of them. I think that they keep it close, but I do think Katie wins. I think they win in a relatively comfortable fashion. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, but fine. make me look stupid. Sure. Mark Goslin asks, will the Robinson Rockets make the playoffs? Good question. Let me pull up my handy dandy. What the old notebook. computer projects. The computer. Well, I'll tell you I'll tell you what the computer projects and I'll tell you what I think. Um, I think they don't. But a lot of that has to do I think they'd make the playoffs in a lot of like, for example, if they were over in District Seven yeah. instead of District Eight, yep. I think they they walk to the playoffs. But the playoffs right now for me, it's Lorena, who, by the way... Real good. They're real, real good, and you need to start paying attention to them. Yeah. The computer, by the way. This is this might freak you all out. The computer has Lorena playing for a state championship. Mm-hmm. Guys, Lorena's legit. They're really good. They're really, really good. They've run through a tough district. There's them. Madisonville is probably getting in the playoffs. Fairfield is almost certainly getting in the playoffs. 
And then, by the way, like Salado stole one against Waco Connolly last week. Yeah, it was a big one for them. That was a huge win. That gets them right in the hunt. Um, Robinson's got to beat Salado tonight. That's a must win for, for them if they're going to make the playoffs. Um, and then they got to beat Mejia, and they got to beat Connolly. If they do that, then they're in. Those are the three games. That's all. No big deal. That's yeah. Jeez. No pressure, guys. Yeah. Um, David Cantu has. Who do you have between Abilene Cooper and Lubbock Coronado? My gut says Cooper. Um, my gut says Cooper. They've been but a little better this year than I thought they would have. Yeah, they have been. They, lost. Uh, they they have yeah. been. Uh, they've they've surprised me. Um, my gut says Cooper uh, for the reasons. I think that offense has really found its footing, and that's that's fun to see. I think that they're they're that's an example of a two and three team that's better than their record indicates. Uh, I don't think Coronado has seen a team. The cal- do I want to say that? I think Abilene Cooper will be among the best teams that Lubbock Coronado has seen. I'll say that, and I think that being at home helps. I, the, I believe I guess this game's at Shotwell. Um, I would say that Cooper's your favorite in that one and by touchdown or so. I sure. Think, I think Cooper's your favorite. We get friend Brent Holman with a nerd out question. He's getting better at this with 482 unpredictable. Correct. Are your preseason favorites still your favorites? And if you had to repick favorites in each of the four regions, who would they be? Okay, 482. Uh, no, they're not. Uh, yeah. that's okay. Right. Like, I think we yeah. had, I think we had, no, I'm going to, I'm going to. Well, I think there's a fair argument here, though, that it's like, if chaos is chaos, do you just revert back to mm. well? I'm going to lean on the teams that I know sure. have been there before. You know it's what possible. I mean? That's not that's not that's not a that's not a dumb way of going yeah. about it. Uh, but there are certainly some things I'd change. I probably wouldn't have Graham winning Region One anymore. Sorry, they're uh, on a roll, baby. I would go with I think Glen Rose is pretty good. Oh, um, how dare you slander Graham before Region Brent Two? Holman. I mean, I don't know where I don't have a magazine in front of me. Um, right now, we didn't see Lorena coming, and right now. Yeah. The way they're playing, they have to be out near the top, um, especially because Gilmer's fallen back because Pleasant Grove is probably going to have two losses after tonight. You never know about that. Uh, Region 3, I'm, I, I, I wait. I'm, I'm intentionally waiting until after Jasper West Orange Stark tonight because I do think that the winner of – I think there's a reasonable argument to be made that the winner of that is the, is the favorite in Region 3. And that's not, that's not to discount a team like Giddings or Sweeney. So, to me, it, it used to be West Orange Stark in a walk, and now it's like, well, I don't know. And then Region 4, I'll stick with Quero. Yeah, I'll stick with Quero. Wow. Although, although, although okay. if you want to get funky, you want to get funky, you want to get funky? I'll, hey, fine. Watch out for Rio Hondo. Oh, okay. Watch out for the Bobcats. All right. I'm just saying. Okay. Watch out for them. I think they're sure. legit. Okay. Josiah Ortega, just one player of the week. I, okay. I I would say yeah I mean as the region favorite okay I get it that's, that's what I'm saying that's fine. Uh, Michael Micah Balderas wants to know what you think the playoff scenario is for Wagner and uh, uh, the run that they can go on I know so we we've talked about that we've talked at length about this we've talked about this with a couple weeks in a row but I find it interesting that like of all the teams we get asked about this season we're getting asked a lot about Wagner well because the thing is I th- I think that and, and maybe people have just been listening to us for once. People have talked about it. 5A Division One, Region 4. Yeah. And how it's wide open. Yeah. So here's the path they would probably have to walk. They'd play a team like Eagle Pass win in the first round. They'd probably beat them. Yeah. Victoria East, tricky but winnable. 
Then they then they start getting in. It'd be real. It'd be real tough. Then they play like a team like Corpus Christi Flower Bluff, and that is it's harder to measure. Yep. If they get past that, they're probably getting um, either Corpus Christi Vets or or Mission Memorial. Ooh, um, Landry Gilpin. Memorial. And then and then at that point they're out of the region. They're probably playing whoever wins. Re- they're playing whoever play- wins Region Three, which could be Hutto or Angleton or. Alvin Shadow Creek. I would be very excited about a Wagner Mission Memorial game. I'd be. I would be extremely excited. That is extremely my jam. That is yes. extremely my jam. Sign me up for that. So one. yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the thing is, they are. They're just. They have such a good draw that to me, Wagner has got a path that you can very easily see. Even if I don't think, like for example, I don't think that they like right now. I would not pick the Memorial State Championship, but I might pick them to get there. So that's the interesting thing. Fair enough. Five minutes, Max. Five minutes. Well, we got a lot to go, so you better hold on to your butts. Uh, Reginald Hutchings asks a very general question, and I think he's going to like our answer. What are your thoughts about Longview season so far? Pretty good. Yeah, you. I, they're good. What What more do you want from the them? Bonafide state contender. I think they're. Let's, I think they're the six A Division two yeah. favorite. Yeah. Um, they look great. They've passed every test. Um, I think they got past their biggest district test last week. And that's going to be very good for them. I think they I think Longview is remains on the very short list of six AD two title contenders. Yeah. Uh, Paul Roberts pointing something out worth mentioning because he has been a Mister Texas Football Player of the Week nominee. Anthony Watkins of South Hills now has one thousand six hundred twenty seven yards rushing in five games. Yeah, he does. He's a, he's a freak show. He's good. He's very good. Yeah. And uh, do you know where he's committed, Max? Uh, do we really have to do this? He's committed to the University of Missouri. Yeah, he'll change his mind. M I Z. No. Anybody? No, no one's saying it back. Okay. Sorry, buddy. Aaron Flynn, guys, I'm literally eating Whataburger and listening to the show. I missed Texas. Congratulations. It'd be better if you were here, Aaron. Welcome back. Thanks for shunning us. Welcome back. You could be eating Whataburger in the studio, but you're not. Welcome back. Please. Don't eat he said, "I asked this on Twitter, but didn't hear an answer since I've been listening. If Judson runs the gauntlet, where would that rank in terms of the best all time?" It's a complicated question. It's a very complicated question. I mean, the thing is, they would what he's what I believe. This ain't the said, best Judson team of all time. No, it's not. No, no offense to them, but, but like, the bar is insane. Here's high. here's the thing. I, I like I know what he's saying, but, yeah. the, but you are discounting the fact that Judson's probably going to have they're probably going to romp in their first round game, and they're probably going to romp in their second round game, and then they get all due respect, they get Valley Week, and they're going to romp in that. Now those last three, if they go Lake Travis, North Shore, Allen. Nobody's saying that's not amazing, but it's been done before. So it would be good and it would be impressive, but it wouldn't be historic in no. my mind. It would be. I, I would certainly be sitting there at AT and T Stadium, being like, "Look at the path they've walked. That's incredible." Yeah, but I wouldn't be talking about that as one of the greatest faults. All right, we got about ten to get in three minutes. Let's do it. Rob Hadaway, thoughts on South Lake Geyer tonight? Geyer seems a lot better than their record now that Cobb and other injured players are back. Go Dragons! Hundred percent right. Geyer is definitely better than they were. Um, uh, the key, the key thing here is that Geyer has to stop the run. If yeah. Geyer stops the run and they make uh, Will Bowers and South Lake Carroll throw the ball to win the game, Geyer's got a great shot. Yeah. Uh, I do lean towards Carroll. Though. South Lake has been uh, not as dominant. as They I have been uh, a little fits and starts. Yeah. yeah, not quite as good as I expected them mm-hmm. to be, but still very good. So yes. don't don't get carried away with that. Sam Houston State or SFA in the Battle of the Piney Woods this week, and got to go with Sam Houston State. And if you listen to Republic of Football, Corey Hogue has his. Full take on it there. I'm going with Sam. 
See? Right? That was easy. Uh, Hector Rios, what would 4A Liberty Hills chances be in 5A? They are 2-1 and one against 11-5A. Could have played four teams if Georgetown hadn't backed out to play Stephenville. I will say they would be very good in 5A, but mm-hmm. they still got to win 4A, and Carthage is in 4A D1, so let's, yeah, let's slow Carthage down a little bit. Yeah, Carthage and Argyle. I actually, I mean, you can make an argument that it's tougher at the top of 481 than it is at the top of 582. I think respects. they'd be I think they'd be a top 10 team in 5 in 582, but I think that's But I don't more, think but I, I think that speaks yeah. more to um how there's a bit of a drop off yeah. in 582. Yeah, the top is the tough top though. The teams six. like teams like Alito, that's yeah. you're not in that no, class. That, no, they're it's, not they're, yeah. that, no, no. So. Right. Um Murder T. <laughs> Misael Romero asks, one day Vince Young will actually collect his Player of the Year trophy. What will we do then? We'll come up with a new bit. We, we've got bits for days, y'all. That's when, not... he, when he does, though, it'll be... Speaking... We're going we're to run a supercut of me asking... Speaking of bits, Todd Gleaton says, nothing was as funny as Tepper giving the play-by-play of the bands last night. Todd, don't encourage him. I'm glad you liked it. That's a that's a throwback. I used to I used to do that at every when I was covering games for the Dallas Morning uh, News. I would Lord. do that for every game I was Lord. at. Lord, it's fun. <sighs> Joseph Oliveris, asked, you guys liked Joseph Oliveris, a guy who watches the show all the time, is asking about Temple Belton. Dude, we talked about it like 20 minutes ago. Rewind. Rewind. We got you. Uh, Derek Moyes says Goliad prediction. Now that Rocky Morris is injured, that is a tricky one. It is tricky. Although, isn't it his brother who's stepping in? It is Cameron. I think, I think. Uh, it's a broken collarbone. I think I, I'm speculating. Mm-hmm. I don't don't confirm me on that. Uh, but it, it sounds like the timetable. He could be back like the second week of the playoffs, which doesn't make me too nervous. It doesn't make me because they're probably not going to be challenged until right. then. Um, I would say it's not great, but as long as they, I think if they have done Tavian Clay. He's the he's probably with all due respect to Rocky. I think that he's probably the more impo- important like all around player. Uh, Corey Hoke says, "What's your pick, Tepper, in the McGregor Nurmagomedov fight? Pain, McGregor Bulldogs? That's that's not what he's talking about. Oh, the UFC thing. Yes. Um, I don't know McGregor. Not really a UFC guy. I'm gonna I'll, go with I'll K- the I'm gonna go with isn't the guy's name Khabib. I'm gonna go with Khabib. You know why? Fun it's, to say, Khabib. It is fun to say." Uh, Samuel De Leon, who was a guest in studio last weekend, he was right chair. there. That he's not there right now because he's going to be in West this evening for a game. He says best place to eat in West or Waco. Someone said George's in, in Waco. Look, you can't go wrong. George's is a nice home style meal. It doesn't excite me very much, and I ate in Popeyes last weekend when I was in Waco. So mm. that shows what I think about eating mm. eating in Waco. I love Popeyes, and it was a good excuse. You know what you do. To, yeah. No. Or just eat like a mountain of kolaches. To, go to the kolache stand, but apparently don't go to the ones on the highway. Didn't um, oh, Coach Didn't Coach Woodard tell us that there's one in town that's better? Uh, uh, no, it's Step. Step swears that the uh, one in town is better. And look, I, lo- I love Matt Step, but just be careful. I tend to think that the people in West are like, y'all still are obsessed with these rolls stuffed with stuff. Like we, this is every day. I think here. they're probably happy we're stopping and giving them money. Hey, I'm not. I'm not saying that's wrong. Okay, finally. Yes. Last question. Sorry, guys. We got to we got to call it. We're already two minutes over. John Riley asks, "Who is Martin Munster's biggest challenge in Region Three? Each other." Yeah, that's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> one another. Uh, that's uh, that's the answer there. Yeah. Uh, let me make sure I'm not I'm I'm not forgetting somebody. Well, I do not envy. I, I'm just going to throw this out. I do not envy Mun- Munster's task. I no. really don't. I Mart is. I think Mart would win 281 this year. Uh, I, like I do. I think year. I think they're incredible. I watched them last um, year, they're really good. As long as they stay uh, If you're looking for one more, it's it's Love Lady. And Love Lady's legit. And yeah. I, I really do like Love Lady, but right now, yeah, Munster, Martin Munster are 
feel like they're on a collision course. Yeah, they're on another level. And if uh, Munster pulls off the win against Childress tonight, oh boy, that's uh, another, fe- another feather in get, their cap. Get that hype train going. Yep. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Thank you for your questions, both smart and dumb. We appreciate <laughs> it. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at textfootball.com. Uh, please watch Fox Sports Southwest tonight. My boss wants me to say that. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today. Thank you.